0: Well, we're at an end of an era, everybody. That's right. We're going to be diving in to the last old hurrah with Fox and the X-Men when we talk about the much-anticipated film, right, Troy? (coughs) Dark Phoenix. That's right. You know not to talk during this part. (laughs) He's nodding. Uh, So, what did we think? Did it go out... With a bang or with a whimper? We'll find out on a very Firebird edition of the review. Review... I'm talking. Bastard.
1: (music) Aliens! Hey! (laughs) For some reason, hey, welcome to the review review show where two small town dudes give you our big final opinions. Final, it's it's the end of an era. It is closing the book on that Fox X Men.
0: Some would say one of the longest eras in uh, superhero film history.
1: Some would be right, nodding very (laughs) maniacally.
0: A very visual gag for a (laughs) non-visual
1: medium. Uh, We are going over Dark Phoenix, the maybe last entry of this whole thing. There's still that new mutant somewhere floating around.
0: Yeah, I guess that's a thing.
1: (laughs) Who knows if that'll even happen?
0: Probably of the main cast. Of characters of that we all know. Of the second main cast. Yeah. <laughs> of the main characters that we know and love in the X Men universe. This is probably the last some of one. Them. <laughs> These are their stories.
1: dun, dun. <laughs> Uh Before we get into that, what we thought about that goodness, we are going to dive into some news of the week. Starting with JT. Starting with Todd McFarlane. Hardar brought him hard uh, R back last week, or the week before. Not sure. Either way, he is back on Twitter saying that Spawn <laughs> is confirmed in Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's probably the
0: coolest Spawn news you've got in a while, yeah. right? <laughs> it's probably, I'm probably more excited for that than in any kind
1: of movie that'll probably be coming <laughs> out. too. Even though I want to see the movie because it sounds like it's going to be a complete S show. Oh, yeah. I uh, I really am looking forward to what uh, Spawn has to offer in the Mortal Kombat series. Oh, Yeah, totally.
0: And then that and uh, Shao Kahn's also going to be in it too. Oh
1: yeah, Shao Kahn back, like reprising the uh, look from the 90s movies. Yeah. Oh my. I'm looking forward to it. I really love the character designs they did in 11. Yeah. Because they made them look look different than what they usually do. Yeah. Like based on like almost real faces. Yeah. Not everybody, but you know. And they have it kind of set up.
0: Kind of like how uh, Injustice was, where you can change their costumes, mm-hmm. like, winning shit, you can change up their costumes.
1: Yeah. I'm not huge on that as much, because I don't think I'd play it enough to really get so much out of it. Yeah. But I'd play through the story, and that'd probably be about it, and then yeah. just play a few towers <laughs> and be like, well... Throw it away. <laughs> Garbage time from Mortal Kombat. 11. Garbage time, <laughs> garbage day. They should put that guy on Mortal Kombat. Where he just shoots you with a pistol. <laughs> yeah, it comes out, shoots you with a pistol. You fall in the garbage. Yep, that's his fatality. He that's just gets
0: his-, his ass kicked the whole time, and then he gets one shot to yell "Garbage Day" and shoot you. And then if
1: he does, then he wins. Yeah, it's a one-shot kill thing. Sorry. He's yep. the most OP character. He tried as
0: hard as he could, but he still killed you in the end. Because <laughs> it's garbage day. You can't roll a
1: bullet. I <laughs> could shoot you in the eye from here. <laughs> uh, spe- staying on the video game news, JT. E3 was this last week. Oh, yeah I saw A bunch of news come out for it. I, don't, I only have a little bit. I don't have yeah. a ton. I didn't stay up. I've seen a lot of Xbox shit. Yeah. Uh, apparently, there's a new console. Like Xbox Scarlet. That was rumored or something. I don't know all about that so much. That was just something. That's not my news. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But you brought it up, so I was going to roll with it. Okay. But uh, at E3, they showed a trailer for the Crystal Dynamics and Square Enix Avengers game. Yeah. And it seemed to hit the internet like a big wet fart. (laughs) Everyone dunked on this game. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Did you watch the trailer for it?
0: I did see the trailer. What'd you think? I mean, it, it's hard to tell what the gameplay is gonna be like because it's mostly just yeah. a bunch of theatric, like theatricals cut or cutscenes. Yeah, it looks like there's a little bit of gameplay in there, which I don't know. It could be fun because it's like you you tackle different aspects of a game based on who you're playing as.
1: Right. Uh, well, I hope it's good. I like. I know a lot of people were just uh, hating on it because like the character designs look kind of dumb. Yeah. I kind of agree, but I don't know if it's because I've just gotten out of, like, the MCU and gotten used to seeing them. Yeah. And it's not their likenesses.
0: Yeah, and everyone just seems like they sound the same, too. Like, Tony Stark and and, uh, fucking Captain America, like, both sound like the same person.
1: Yeah. The the guy who does... The guy from Nathan Drake's voice does Tony Stark's voice. Oh, yeah. That Nolan North. Yeah. They have, like, an all-star voice acting cast. Yeah. So, like, if you've heard him in this, you've probably heard him in a bunch of other games, too. And yeah. it's not necessarily the voices that get me, but, like, I, like. there's a cutscene where it goes a little bit into the future, and Tony Stark, for instance, has, like, weird, long, poofy hair. Oh, yeah, hair. That's right. He <laughs> looks like, like a what hippie. What is this? Like, why does he look like my friggin' ex-Uncle George in the <laughs> late 90s. <laughs> it looks totally bizarre. Uh, yeah, so I'm not the only... And that it, they look so bad that there was, like, memes of, like, <laughs> uh... That you know, in Spaceballs, where they're like, "Get those guys!" And they're like, "Oh no, we, it's just their stunt doubles." And they all turn around. It's just a cast of the Avengers video game. <laughs> uh, so, like, there's stuff like that, and Hawkeye
0: doesn't appear in it. No, and so uh, they're making fun of Captain America looking like he just—he's just
1: wearing like SWAT gear with stars on it. Yeah, like, be, well, because Hawkeye's in it too, they're like, Hawkeye was smart enough to like not be in this game because look at it or whatever. <laughs> so. Granted, like, I could probably fall into the the look of the characters just fine. Just, just like, at first glance, yeah. I just like... I think it's fun to, yeah. like, kind of kick it a little bit. Yeah. But I'm not hating on it quite yet. Yeah. It oh. just seems just kind of droll, though. Yeah. I'm not as
0: excited for that. There's a... I don't know. Everything that I've seen... Oh, it, it's coming off as, like, Xbox exclusive. Like, things that I most want to play. Like, yeah. that... Jedi Fallen Order looks fun. It kind of, mm. it kind of looks like like a, a better rendered version of uh, of The Force Unleashed. Yeah. But it says it's Xbox ex- exclusive, so <laughs> then it's like, what the fuck? Why do you come out with good games now, Xbox? <laughs> yeah. you have had fucking like five years.
1: I don't know what to say. And then you, it's man. like, oh,
0: we're going to wait for Joel to get a PS4 <laughs> and then put out all of our... Games that he'd want to play, so he can just shove them up there, up his ass.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm, so, so I'm going to stay in the video game train a little bit here. All right. But it ties into somebody that's just having the best time of his life. Talking about Keanu? I'm talking about Keanu. <laughs> the keanu Sans. The keanu Sans is <laughs> Like, it's... So, like, he's just getting out of John Wick 3. Everyone's praising yeah Parabellum. He's gonna have a voice in Toy Story Four. Yep. as Duke Kaboom. Duke Kaboom. <laughs> he is. He's uh, in a show on Netflix. Yeah, it's called Always Be My Maybe. Yeah, where he plays like Ali Carter's like boyfriend or whatever. <laughs> he is coming up and filming Bill and Ted Three. Yeah, the he's in Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah, and. He's just now gone viral on Twitter for his not touching women photos. <laughs> every woman that he comes up against, like, and takes a photo with, he got his arm around him, but he's not touching him. Yeah. He's visibly not touching him. Yes. <laughs> and so, like, he is just all over the place and killing it in every single aspect of oh, his yeah. life. And I'm really into this Kiana Sansa that's happening. <laughs> Kiana Sans is, we're, we're in it. I know. I mean, I... It's too bad that the Gyconnaissance never caught on. Yeah. You were really You were really pushing that Gyconnaissance. <laughs> if everyone doesn't know, Jai Courtney <laughs> was kind of killing it after Suicide Squad, my personal favorite. After? I think it was during and then not after that. What did he do after Suicide Squad? I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe during Suicide Squad, I was hoping it would be a Gyconnaus. <laughs>
0: for the one party played, Troy was hoping for a Gy
1: <laughs> I feel like there's something good that can be done with Jai Courtney. Everyone seems to dump on him. You're <laughs> like think... talking like you're giving someone Jai Courtney to be like, do something with this. <laughs> can you just fix this, please? Can you yeah, just do a little <laughs> do something with this. So uh, yeah, what do you th- what do you about thinking this uh, Keanu Reeves revival here? Hey, I
0: love Keanu Reeves. Big yeah. fan of John Wick. Sure, I know you're not the biggest fan of it. They never really blew me away. Yeah, well, we've only seen the first one. That's true. <laughs> so who knows? Maybe jump jumping in the second one, you might uh... change my mind. Change your mind. All
1: right. Maybe nah, I'll be that guy sitting at the table. Keanu Reeves doesn't impress me much. Change my mind. <laughs> that fucking meme. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, all right. I think that's all the video game news I have. But I got, right. I got more. Don't you worry about. Oh, okay. More news. Okay. Okay. In an odd billion to one uh, twist of fate. Yeah. Two giraffes were killed. In a Florida wildlife park after they were struck by lightning. Jesus. (laughs) An odd just piece of news that I saw right before we started recording. Listen, I would like to just say, if they weren't animal lightning rods, this probably wouldn't have happened. God. (laughs) That's all I got that You just do. wanted to just drop that one line. <laughs> that's just That's all I got. Listen, I didn't workshop it or anything. I just thought I'd drop it here. At least I tried to workshop it. <laughs> I Wanted gonna, it in my Alex Trebek. I was going to just see how it fit.
0: Didn't work. Right. Moving on. Well, message us at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. How can we work
1: that one out? Yeah. Did it work? Did it work? Is, just, it, is there some way we can reword it? Just reply yes or no. I don't know. Is my Alex Trebek one better? <laughs> it was. It, it was. It was. You know, you know, gotta rub it in. I'm desperate. I'm desperate for likes on my Alex Trebek joke. Um, JT, Birds of Prey. Apparently it's still happening. Apparently it's filming. Okay. I'm not sure. <laughs> Who knows? But they are pushing for that R rating. Of, of course. course. <laughs> the of the illustrious course. <laughs> R of course, they are pushing for that R rating. Uh, I want to hear Harley Quinn say "fuck." Yeah, like, please, just let her say it a billion times, so it makes me like her character less. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, am not super looking forward to this. I'm curious, but that's about as much as yeah. I'm is my excitement for it. So, yeah, especially now that they're shooting for an R rating, I'm like. <sighs> All right, what are you what are you gonna do? Here's some tits. <laughs> Just let me see it. Uh, <laughs> the last bit of news I got here, JT Swamp Thing, a DC Universe exclusive live yep. action television program, uh, has been officially canceled. We've already said that. Oh, did we say that? If not, it's been officially canceled. Yeah. <laughs> uh. The uh, Warner executives cut it from a 13-episode run to a 10-episode run and then canceled it roughly a week later. Uh, Apparently, as it was being created, it was going to be a planned three-season show. Yeah. None of that is happening now. (laughs) And uh, some say that this this season was cut short. Due to creative differences. But I also heard reports uh, that it was cut short due to financial reasons. Due to an odd tax credit. Yeah. So they're filming in North Carolina. Uh Uh-oh. And North Carolina didn't dot all their I's and cross all their T's during some paperwork. Yeah. And they agreed Warner Brothers to pay $40 million to make this first season. Yeah. And then because of that, they didn't pay... (laughs) So they were, the whole thing together, I think, was going to be 80 million for the whole season. Yeah. And so they were chalking up half of it as like a tax credit. So Warner only had to pay half or whatever. They only ended up getting 12 million out of uh, North Carolina. Oh, geez. So they kind of ran out of funding (sighs) and then weren't able to finish the show. As well as they wanted well, to. Well, let's crowdfund it. Here we go. Let's crowdfund that last $22 million or whatever it is. <laughs> if
0: you really want this show, <laughs> you're going to have to really shell out for it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, I think at this point in time, there's three episodes out of it. Yeah. Um, I've only, I haven't yet finished the pilot episode yet. I just haven't had the time to do it. Mm. But from what I've seen so far, I, I'm into it. So like I don't know and from what I hear it's been fairly uh praised yeah. by its viewers. Okay. But then also now too, I also heard that uh Warner Brothers Oh no, there's giraffes on the
2: screen. <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what an omen. <laughs> Watch out for lightning. It's looking pretty dark out there. I know. Look out. Look out giraffes. They <laughs> got struck by lightning. Uh, you're really hammering home this <laughs> freaking piece rods news. Over here. Uh, oh, Warner Brothers is owned by AT&T. Yeah. And the, AT&T is coming down to say Warner Brothers needs their own streaming app. So now that Warner Brothers also owns DC, oh they don't want to have two out there so they would fold possibly the DC app into their Warner Brothers streaming network or whatever it is. Cool. Probably losing half the content that the DC Universe app has that I am actually using now. I read an entire, like Gerard Way's Doom Patrol run on there just like the other day. Yeah. And it was good. It was like just as good as Comicsology or anything else. But I am looking uh, forward to more of their live action series if, <laughs> if they continue. <laughs> But now it doesn't seem like it's uh, too prosperous for me in that old DC Universe app. I don't know. We will see, won't we? I don't know. But also, Warner Brothers owns HBO. Oh. As well, so if they do have that, and they lump HBO in there, and the DC Universe in there, and it's all the kind of the same price, uh, I I might get that. I mean HBO, it's already fifteen bucks. Yeah, I'd just get HBO. Yeah, I mean, if it's the same, if they lump HBO in there for the Warner Brothers app and it's the same price, yeah. why not get more content for the same price and just cancel HBO now or whatever? There you go. Who knows? Whatever. Fuck us. Everything is streaming apps. <laughs> All these
0: streaming services are like <laughs> up in the air. It's like, how can we get more money?
1: Mm-hmm. Fuckers. It'll probably be a premium Warner Brothers thing for to get HBO. Yeah, probably. Screw it. that's all i got
0: okay well troy uh quentin tarantino yeah said that his star trek script is written
1: oh that's still happening
0: and it (laughs) is definitely going to be rated r
1: (laughs) definitely is great can't wait rated Rated r R star Trek trek script written by quentin tarantino great i was just on twitter And some of my, uh, people I follow here were just talking about that. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it. Um, now it's going to be way down in my fucking thread. But anyway, they're, like, mostly saying, like, oh, wow, it's rated R. Uh, I guess they missed the entire point of Star Trek. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's no need for that. I'm kind of behind them, and I'm not even a huge Star Trek fan, but I'm like, for what? Why do you need it to be rated R, I guess? People already like it. Yeah. I don't know, man. What do you think? What do you think about that Tarantino <sighs> on it? I don't know. I'm not, like... Like, it'd
0: be cool to see just a Quentin Tarantino-style film that takes place in space. Yeah, they don't need the They don't. They don't it. need it to be Star Trek. Yeah. But it'd be cool to see, like, how Quentin Tarantino would write a story in space.
1: Yeah. Like a nice Star Trek parody, that'd be funny. Yeah. Like if it's like a Galaxy Quest-esque type of thing, mm-hmm. but it's a Tarantino joint. Yeah, why not? I'm for it. Why not? I'll let, I'll I'll let that happen. Okay. I'll let that I'll allow
0: it? it. You you've opened the gates and allowed in <laughs> this version of Star Trek. <laughs> Uh, Troy the Russo brothers talked about uh, the MCU, Mm -hmm. most specifically Captain America. Yes. A.K.A. also Chris Evans, (laughs) saying that uh, there could be another story to tell involving that character with that actor, quote, someday.
1: Oh, okay. There may be something happening sometime. Yep, there There you go. go.
0: There's my non-news news. Definitive. Yep. I love it. That's my not-so-come-out
2: <laughs> of the day.
0: The weekly come-outs. <laughs> so, uh, so there you go. All right. Would you be opposed to more Captain America Chris Evans?
1: No. I think he ended up being one of the stronger characters in that whole MCU yeah. deal that they are doing still. Yeah, I just, I hope they don't get, doesn't get to a point where he gets
0: stuck where it's like, we need you for more now.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's, like, wanting to do more things. Yeah. Whereas a few other people are like, yeah, I'll come back and do one here, one there. Yeah. But, like, I'm not going to sign on to another eight picture deal or whatever it is. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, from what it sounds like, I don't think they're going to do anything quite like that. Right. For
1: the foreseeable future right i think what i heard is like the first chunk that they did here the infinity saga they called it yeah. now uh that's the that's the, like the biggest thing they're gonna do and now they're gonna do like um almost like two year arcs yeah so they have like three movies a year so it'll be like six film arcs mm-hmm. or little mini things that'd probably be the safest bet. yeah and like just see how the first chunk go and then they'll probably by then be introducing like the Fox stuff and folding that in and make yeah. freshen it up a bit. Why not? Make it happen. Let's do it. Do it. Let's do it. Do. It. Troy. Yeah.
0: There is a uh, possible celebrity SmackDown about to take place. Oh, shit. It seems like where uh, Justin Bieber, oh, got on Twitter, Biebs, and challenged Tom Cruise to a fight.
1: Oh, right. <laughs> What are you doing, beeves <laughs> Yeah, Tom Cruise has Scientology behind no him. No shit, Tom Cruise does his own stunts, and will he breaks himself? Yeah, he literally broke his foot or whatever last yeah. thing he filmed. Yeah, you'd be nothing. <laughs> you just got those stupid tattoos.
0: Yeah, Tom Cruise would destroy himself to destroy you, <laughs> and come out unscathed. Yeah. Actually, you just you just have to get better in the hospital for a little bit
1: you know a little afternoon stay yeah yeah check out check up on him. yep yeah
0: hold on i gotta break my leg <laughs> killing justin bieber and then i gotta sit in the hospital for two weeks <laughs> while i wait for the filming of mission impossible 19 <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> i'm only 95 years old yeah well so what's it what what's bieber's beef Ah, uh, there's Really no saying. You just got on Twitter randomly one day and challenged Tom Cruise to a fight. <laughs> is that where the big like uh Twitter thread is like find people 31 years yeah. older than you and challenge them to a fight or whatever yeah. it is? All right. Yep. That's where that came from. Great. So there you go. Did you find out what celebrities older than you for by 31 years? No, I have challenged to a fight.
0: I have not yet. Hmm. I have not. All right. They'd be pretty old though. They'd be like in their mid 60s let to see who's what am
1: i what am i 32 let me see yeah 32 <laughs> well, yeah i'm the same age so just find one for both of us that is what did we say we were 32 yeah it so <laughs> needs to be 63 it needs to be 63 okay yes i spelled celebrity wrong whoops here we go <laughs> bill gates <laughs> okay <laughs> Uh, Chris Jenner, Bill Nye, Howie Mandel, Bob Saget, Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, I'd fight Bob Saget. Mel Gibson, Oof. Brian Cranston, Yo-Yo Ma. I'll fight Yo-Yo Ma. <laughs> All right. I'll fight Bob Saget. You could fight Yo-Yo Ma. Joe Montana, Uh, Latoya Jackson, Billy Idol. There's so... Tommy Wiseau. Oh. Supposedly is 63. Oh, that's true. <laughs> no one really knows his age. <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton. Gina Davis. Willem Dafoe. Kenny G. Willem Andy Dafoe. Garcia. Willem Dafoe would be a good one. I bet Willem Dafoe's scrappy. Oh, yeah. Sugar Ray Leonard. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. He's a boxer. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Maher. I'll I'm going to buy Bill Maher. Bop those things like Sugar Ray Leonard. <laughs> Kevin Conroy, voice of Batman. No. Oh, my goodness. Nathan Lane. Look at all these people. Wow, we have our pick of the litter. DDP. Oh, man. <laughs> I know. It'll David kill me and Caruso. Then do yoga. Oh, shit. Just put on his sunglasses. There you go. There you have it. You have a pick of your litter. <laughs> there you go. There's other lesser celebrities in there. That didn't know them. So, guess what? You're not that famous for me to fight you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Trey
0: brought up Gina Davis, and I got some Gina Davis news. Give it to me. Uh, She's apparently going to be in the latest season of GLOW. Gina Davis, look out. You're
1: 63.
0: As a former Vegas showgirl. Oh, okay. That kind of takes the girls under her wing. Show them that Vegas life.
1: All right. All right. Does uh are they straying from actual real life at this point? Yeah, I glow? think so. Okay. <laughs> I because I think I saw that earlier in the week that Gina Dave was gonna be on there. And I'm like, what where are they going with this? <laughs> <laughs> Cause at this point I think now that glow the show is went on longer than glow the actual wrestling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're right.
0: <laughs> uh Troy, that Uncharted movie, uh huh, still happening. Yep, it's set for a 2020 release date. Okay, okay. Um, let me see if they have the date on here. Actually,
1: that's the one with Tom Holland as old uh, Nathan Drake. Yeah, huh? old Tom Holland on there as Nathan Drake. They so
0: far it is scheduled for ooh, a late one, December 18th. Oh my god, of 2020, just before that Christmas release. Barbara Wawa, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you knows? Who knows? Got a strange. <laughs> uh, if anyone wasn't alive in the late 90s, early 2000s to know this reference, it's too bad. We're not going to explain it. There's a strange trend going on in the youth today. <laughs> it's a thing called croquet. <laughs> See, Danger, you know who Hugh Downs is? No. What? What? Ronald Reagan. I'm talking about Hugh Downs and Baba Wawa. Baba Wawa. Hugh and Downs. Hugh Downs. Yeah, in 2020, See that show. See died from The Office? No. no. What the hell are you... The one that Ooh. died a year ago? Yeah,
0: Did off. he die a year ago? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were talking about here. Hugh Downs. Hugh Downs didn't shit. die a year ago. Hugh Downs died a while ago. Yeah, I know.
1: Probably like two years ago. <laughs>
2: Probably two years ago today. Fucking <laughs> <Probably> relevant now. <laughs>
1: Where you, do you know the show 2020?
0: 2020. He yeah. was like the main guy in 2020 with Barbara Walter. Baba Wawa. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, you totally botched that. It was like after was like a... TGIF or something like yeah. that in 2020. T-G-I-F. 2020 Are came that on. There's a out of scary here. new trend going on <laughs> in America today. It's called French kissing. <laughs> it's called. The internet. What is it? For some reason when you said French kissing, I got really grossed out. Like, I just pictured, like, a lot of tongue (laughs) happening. It's really gross. Like you downs? By both of you just together. Oh, sweet. There's a scary new trend going on (laughs) in
0: the sexual community. It's called glass-bottom boating.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Call dog style. Dog style. That's so, why, like, an old man doesn't understand
2: it.
0: That's what you call it. Dog style?
1: Yeah. That's yeah. where I... That's where I a- approach you from the back and then gnaw on my back leg. May I-, <laughs> May I proceed with dog style? Okay. Adios, lady. Oh, Jesus. Bye-bye. No fingers.
0: Bye-bye. <laughs>
1: She's out of here. There's your burden. There's your sea danger drop in of the week.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Drop! (laughs) My last bit of news, Troy. Yes. And one that could uh, impact us in the future. Oh, Jesus. It's some fast and furious nine news, Troy. Oh, my God. Because uh, we all know that old Dwayne The Rock Johnson is making his mark. Yes. But now. There's another personality from the wrestling community, yes, diving in headfirst. That's right. In Fast and Furious Nine, old John Cena.
1: John, John. Cena. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, I guess to a listener of the show, Eric's dismay john yeah, cena He's not a
0: fan of this not a
1: fan of that news granted he's
0: also not been a fan of anything we've done fast and furious
1: <laughs> but he is curious on how the show's put together eric come down sometime
0: get on down here eric yeah. you can review the next fast and furious movie that we That's do right.
1: watch tokyo drift come by tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> you can watch it with me and the girl <laughs> stick around until <laughs> joel shows up <laughs> i love your take on Tokyo Drift just by itself. (laughs) Yeah, not having any...
0: With nothing else. It probably won't be... Yeah, there's nothing really you need to know from the other two movies to watch it.
1: Great. Oh, perfect.
0: Just except for, like, the very end when Dom shows up for no reason.
1: Oh, Dom. All right. Can't wait. Can't wait to dive into that movie. There you
0: go. Tune in for Monday. We're we're, we're recording that tomorrow, but...
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's going to be Monday's up. Monday's up. There you go. That's right. We'll peek behind the curtain there. Live so, yeah. producing. That's all my news, Troy. All right. Sweet. Deal. Well.
0: Yeah. For a second there, I thought it a bit, but I guess I didn't because I <laughs> thought the the security guard from the office died this week. Turns out it happened last year. <laughs> so, but
1: still, RIP. Still, RIP. Hank, guarding the office Hank, in heaven. We love you, Hank. <laughs> uh, does uh, that mean it's done, then? Yeah. It's done. Great. I only got uh, one trailer today. I have one trailer, too. Oh. What do you got? What do you got? Uh, It's a big Disney one. Big. Oh, I refuse to watch this one. Okay. I have a smaller one. Okay, you do the smaller one. I'll then. do the smaller one, JT, and then you can do the big Disney one. <laughs> I love big Disney. <laughs> big Diz. <laughs> Give me uh, some big Diz. <laughs> the trailer I got is a Jesse Eisenberg uh, starring role called The Art of Self-Defense. Yeah uh it's coming out uh, i think sometime later this year i forgot to look at the date but uh it is a black comedy featuring Jesse Eisenberg who's scared of everything so because of that he takes up a self-defense karate class and looks like he will turn into a murderous psychopath because oh, of it oh fantastic so i think it's going to be like feel like a maybe along the lines of super maybe how it's kind of like a downtrodden a little bit, but still has that black comedy elements. But looks maybe a little funnier than it. So, who knows? Okay. I think it looks pretty funny. Alright. But I think going into it and actually watching it be like, oh, this maybe is a bit sadder than the trailer <laughs> let on. <laughs> As many black comedies usually are. Yeah. But we'll see. But so far, for me, two high kicks. Hi, Here. Hi-ya. hi, Hi-ya. <laughs> Give
0: that a hi-ya, not a hi-na.
1: <laughs> Hi-yas. Hi-yas, queen. try.
0: <laughs> well, I watched the trailer for Frozen 2. Yep. That dropped this week. And this is fresh off of when we spent a good deal of uh, last week before the show making fun of Frozen. <laughs> because of how awful their songs are. Yeah. Because I found a video online... <laughs> Where they just keep playing every time they sit, they rhyme "door" with "any (laughs) more."
1: Yeah. And spoiler alert: it's a lot. It's almost in every song. (laughs) (laughs) It's insane. Yeah. Check it out.
0: It's (laughs) look out. It's somewhere online you can find a video (laughs) where they just play every time they rhyme "door" with "any (laughs) more."
1: Is it on your Twitter feed? I think it's on my Twitter feed. I'll see if I can retweet it from the show's account.
0: There you go. But yeah, it's bad. But anyways, uh, (laughs) Frozen 2, uh, it looks interesting. Uh, It seems like they're taking an aspect where... uh, I think when they dropped the first trailer, I talked about how it looked like it's going to be Elsa finding out how she got her powers and maybe finding other elemental-type people that share in her dilemma of having these powers and people being scared of them right and uh it looks like it's kind of going down that that uh that way in in some way in frozen 2 so i don't know i'm curious all right it's probably gonna have
1: shitty music like the first one did but uh <laughs> we'll see all right all i'm right. curious uh found the tweet okay it's retweeted on our page you can also there check you out at bucky for everyone to find out too it is uh it's great. Check it out. <laughs> it's great. And while you're on Bucky for Everyone's Twitter page, also look at the Jonathan Franks thing. Because that yeah. is ju- probably just as good, Jonathan if not Franks better. on Beyond Belief <laughs> is probably the best thing that ever existed. It's so good. For a long time in like high school and college, we would joke about his lame, dorky like jokes... And puns yeah, and stuff his that he was puns do.
0: about whether or not he was lying or,
1: <laughs> or this is completely fiction or yeah. if it was made of whole cloth or whatever yeah. it is. But these are just like the intro. that story true or are we
0: just full of hot air <laughs> and then imagine when he says full of hot air, he has a weird
1: smirk that goes across his face as he's saying it. And then he's also in a hot air balloon for some reason or something <laughs> like that. Ever been, to a, ever
0: been to the Chinatown of a major metropolitan area?
1: <laughs> but yeah, the video that you have is just like his coming back from break intro. Yeah. Like, that's all it is. Yeah, the whole video is just a compilation
0: of the lead-ins to the next story, and there are always weird questions that he asks you.
1: Have you ever been a waiter? Yeah so stupid oh my god Uh, i'm just
0: gonna play a few of them because they're just fantastic (laughs) i don't give a shit
1: (laughs) it's good enough to do it on air yeah
0: so this is jonathan frake's compilation of uh, a bunch of different questions that he asked coming back from break (laughs) from beyond belief factor fiction
1: have you ever had the desire to write your initials in wet cement ever gone mountain biking what do you want to be when you grow up what's the right tip have you called a plumber to your home lately? How superstitious are you? How much money would it take to make you spend a night in a cemetery? Would you display this as a trophy? Do you have a pet? Do you have a sweet tooth? Do you believe in the power of a curse? Do you have you had your hearing tested lately? Planning a trip soon? Can you remember the tallest man you've ever seen? <laughs> to go but <laughs>
0: that's it. Look, <laughs> find the other, find the rest of them on my Twitter. <laughs> go ahead and put that up on the Review Review Pod Twitter as well. <laughs> oh, no,
1: you got it. Because Jonathan
0: Frakes from Beyond
1: Belief. Is worth it Boy is it I saw this today And I'm like Oh my god It's retweeted right now It's you already been a up. waiter? What is the tallest man You've ever seen?
0: The last uh, one on there Is really good too Is something like Did you realize that uh, Themed restaurants Are becoming a big thing Nowadays some yeah. shit Yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh boy, so I guess that'll just drop us right into the Drop us into the review of your German
0: Random Movies, Troy Yes Of course, last week you made the decision of putting together Alita Battle Angel and King Kong Yes Did you see one, Troy? No, I did not Well, uh, surprisingly, it, it was kind of a landslide for King Kong Oh really? Not
1: a Alita Battle Angel. I voted uh, really early, and I actually maybe upset the apple cart here. Voted for Alita Battle Angel. Oh boy! I, did. I think I voted for Alita Battle Angel too. So no one gave a shit about it, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so there you go. King Kong will move on to face Monsters Inc. in the semi-finals. Semi-finals. So that means we've got four more movies to go through. Okay. The semi-finals. We've got. Warm Bodies, Misery, The Conjuring, and Wild Hogs. <laughs> Troy, what is the first film? Wild Hogs. You're putting Wild Hogs out there. Yeah, that's right. All right, Troy. It out there.
1: Versus Warm Bodies. Oh my gosh, the W's have it. <laughs> yes. So there you go.
0: I mean, it makes sense. I think this is probably the one that's... These are probably the two that are the most different from their predecessors in this tournament. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'm curious to see where this one will land. Wild Hogs is probably the one that surprised me the most when uh, when it won. When it won. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm curious to see where this goes. Uh, I probably don't have to guess, but which one do you... Which one do you want to go through?
1: Um, I I'm not sure. I'll probably I because when Warm Bodies came out, I wasn't like blown away at the trailers. I, I I never even saw it. Yeah. So I might just watch the trailers back to back and see what gives me more pleasure and then watch like vote for that one. You
0: just find yourself weirdly jerking off to Tim Allen. Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah. Oh
1: god. On his wild hog. I didn't, I didn't know I felt this way about this. <laughs> go crazy on my wild hog. Just just go just go hog wild on your wild hog. <laughs> That's right. So yeah. So I don't know yet. It'll be like a, a coin toss, and what's what, what tickles my fancy All in the right. moment.
0: Well, wild hogs versus warm bodies. We'll see who the winner is next week, and then, uh, well, it's pretty much set. The match yep. for next week going to be misery versus the conjuring. Yep. A spooky one. Spooky movie. Spooky last one for That's our right. quarterfinals. Yeah, and then we'll move on to the semis to find out which film will be reviewed by us at a later date. Correct. Very good.
1: Well, JT, well, we've made try. it here. We've we've finally made it. It was one heck of a journey. It was all the way from the year 2000. <laughs> That's right.
0: From the year 2000.
1: <laughs> uh, we're going O'Brien bit. <laughs> we're so fucking annoying sometimes. Uh, Dark Phoenix JT Yeah. capped off the X-Men franchise. Yeah. Dropped in our laps June 7th, 2019. That's right. Opening weekend, box office, domestically, $32.9 million. Yep. had a budget of $200 million. <laughs> uh, some estimate more than that because it went into some extensive yeah. reshoots. Some would say that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> not good. <laughs> uh, domestically, uh, as of the <sighs> 11th of June. Mm-hmm. It's made 39.1 million uh, in the US yeah and 142.9 worldwide. still haven't broken that still, 200 million yeah. yet. yeah still uh... some uh, I've already heard that someone speculated that it, it they would need to make almost 450 million <laughs> to break even in this movie. <laughs> there wasn't a ton of marketing that I saw for it. But I, I saw enough. Yeah, it's not like it was plastered on billboards or anything like that. But yeah, there's plenty of TV spots and all that kind of stuff. But I wonder how it's how it's
0: played out, where it's like, well, Disney bought it, so yeah, we I just don't factor think... into.
1: I yeah, know. I don't know. I don't know. I, that's too confusing to figure out. So yeah. I'm not going to even think about that. Lay out
0: all the X's and O's for us over there, Big Disney. <laughs> yeah. Get back to us, Bob. Somebody hit.
1: Yeah, Bob Iger, crunch those numbers, <laughs> would Come you? Come on. Yeah. Can you get back to us? Right before thanks, you retire. Yeah, right before you retire, just want. hit yeah. us up with those deets, would you? See, we'll, we'll do lunch. You can hit us up with them deets. That's right. Okay, babe. Yeah, thanks, babe. Uh, Ron Tomatoes has this at 23%. Yeah. Actually went up a percent from when I saw it. Oh, well, good. <laughs> uh, IMDb has it a 6.1 out of 10. Metacritic, 43%. Ooh. And uh, what is that? CultFaction.com. God, you're looking up cults now? <laughs> uh, gave it a 3 out of 10. 3 out of 10. Jesus. Only because they gave X-Men The Last Stand. A two and a half out of ten. Oh, wow. And they're like, it ha- it's a little better than that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, that's, I think, all the stats I got. The ori- Oh, I got one more here. The original release date of this movie, JT, was originally scheduled for November 2nd, 2018. Oh, so we could have gotten, gotten rid of this way earlier. We could have. <laughs> uh, that was moved to... A Valentine's Day weekend, February 15th of 2019, which then was pushed back again to this June 7th, 2019 release due to uh, reshoots of the film. There you have it. All right. Uh, JT, what happened in this last outing for Fox's X-Men? Well, we uh, revisit our fair-weathered friends
0: of the X-Men in a, uh, in a time where it seems to be a little bit of civility between uh, the human race and the mutant race. Where a uh, completely out of nowhere space, space mission <laughs> uh, uh, involves Gene uh, Grey absorbing a lot of weird energy that uh, puts her into a uh, state where she feels way more powerful than usual. Which caused her to act more irrationally and may put this balance in jeopardy.
1: Oh my goodness. They also did the Phoenix thing again. That's what that
0: shit is. The the Phoenix. Yeah, the Phoenix. There's also some stuff with the aliens.
1: We'll talk about that later. We'll get into (laughs) it. So, Ty Sheridan, who is in this movie, uh, I believe he plays Cyclops. Yeah. Uh, He confirmed that the... Now, this isn't what happened in the movie at all, but he confirmed that the scrolls were originally going to be in this movie. Yeah. And they were going to have a giant space battle at the end. Turns out, that's the end of Captain Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> and so they changed the ending... Oh, That's what it was, yeah. So they changed, they reshot the ending for their train sequence ending, yeah. That's what you got here instead. We'll get into the ending as we progress through the movie, yeah. But like, that was what the reshoot was, okay, <laughs> <laughs> to fix that very similar ending, okay, to the script, okay. Uh, Jessica Chastain is in this movie we'll get to that in just a minute yeah we're tiptoeing around this whole thing yeah. uh she actually turned down a few roles before finally landing to do this to do this, well not they didn't oh. we're all filming at the same time oh. but these are films that she did turn down to be in Turned down iron man 3 to be like the main uh like love interest in that i think okay uh, not Pepper Potts. It was somebody else, but there was, like, somebody else in the movie. Oh, yeah, what was it? I don't remember. Maybe not a love interest. I, I think
0: get... it was, like, the chick that... Oh, man. Uh, what's that? <laughs> I think she's, like, the one that, like, invents, like, the extremist stuff.
1: Might have been her. Maybe. And then she also turned down being the Wasp in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh. Eventually going to Evangeline Lily. Yeah. Which I ended up liking. Yeah. So I'm like, eh, well, too bad. So she missed her chance with those movies. So she finally got herself. Jumped into a, all over this. She finally got herself into a Marvel film. All and right. This is the one. We'll get more Good on that. Good for her. More on that later. Good for <laughs> her. <laughs> so I'm going to say right off the top, JT, I was into the first chunk of this movie. Okay. I went in seeing that Rotten Tomatoes score. I know I shouldn't put any thing into it what 22% yeah. rotten re- or uh, positive reviews isn't very glowing no so I went in expecting the absolute worst yeah and the first probably third of this movie I was like I'm I think this is okay there okay. are a few little things where I'm like yeah I don't like that yeah there's a thing at the very beginning where I was like eh, you're kind of rushing this this but, seems like a thing that wouldn't be a thing. Uh, But I was like, I, I don't mind this. They're taking fairly big chances in this. Yeah. Flipping the script a little bit, giving us something new. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, all right, I'm into it. Let's see where this goes. Yeah. It was the middle section that I can't even tell you what happened in it because <laughs> it's just kind of droll. I don't. I don't know what happened in the middle, and I was fully conscious for this whole movie. <laughs> Didn't go to the bathroom. This wasn't one that I accidentally nodded off in. Yeah, I was fully aware. No, I was too. I don't know what happened. I I'm pretty sure it has to do with uh, the the plot that I guess we really want to talk about and just keep dancing or ar- dancing around. Yeah, even though they're not in it all that much. It's alien stuff. There's aliens in Th- this. Just, we'll get to it in just a minute. Just hold your damn horses. Yes. And then, uh, when it gets to the end, I was expecting, like, a dump of an ending because of the reshoots yeah. for the ending train scene. Yeah. I didn't think that, all, that was all that bad either. Granted, I have my opinions about, like, character choices in it. Yeah. But as an action scene, I thought it was pretty well done. Yeah. And then but i was actually surprised walking out of this movie that i didn't just want to dump all over it and i don't think that this is the worst x-men movie that there is okay i think there's a few ones that are way worse <laughs> i think uh i think there's one worse <laughs> x-men origins wolverine yeah is the worst one. It is the worst one. It is just a terrible movie, regardless if it's an X Men movie or not. Yeah. And I think Apocalypse is worse than this. We'll talk about that. And then I also think <laughs> that while everyone's very much comparing this one to X Men, the X Men Three: The Last Stand. Yeah. I think X Men Three is better than this. Yeah. So it kind of that's where I'm kind of falling here. Yeah. Well we'll talk about we'll talk all about right. all this stuff we'll, as we we'll go on. You wanna do like a little oh, retrospective yeah, on all the X-Men films at the end of this? Sure we can run through just real quick. Some of them. You yeah. Know, we don't gotta just go into through. detail but Oh yeah. All right. All right. Oh yeah. What, so why don't you have the floor. Say what you like, want. Like,
0: okay. So the beginning of this is dumb. <laughs> like the fact that they just you want to tell the story about these school kids Granted, you can you can include the fact that this is a comic book movie. Yeah, sure. But you're fucking putting kids in space with no training whatsoever. Like, I would have I would have just let that pass if it's like they started out being like, oh, we've got this space training. But they're literally the first thing they say is, we've never been in space. Then it's like, oh, we got boosters on the jet, right? That should work. So it's like, so you never even tested the jet? <laughs> So you're literally doing a mission that's never been tested with people that have never been in space (laughs) to do this thing to save people in space. That's right. There's a moment of peril. (sighs) So (laughs) the... It felt so like... It felt so much like someone that doesn't understand like how comic book movies are getting into like a little bit of rationale to where it's (laughs) like... Now we're at a point where they're... I can see your argument here. Now we're at a point where it's
1: like, Whoa, it's a comic book movie! They're mutants! They probably breathe that shit! <laughs> <laughs> so, in... I'm not a huge fan of the X-Men in general, but in X-Men lore, they're going to space all the time. Yeah! So, like, it, I don't mind that they go into space. It's just that right here, they're,
0: like, out of nowhere, on a dangerous mission, where success is not 100%, they're just being like, well, go up there and see if you can help them.
1: Yeah. Why not? Like,
0: yeah. Sacrifice your entire group of students that you've trained from childhood to go up into space
1: for the possibility of maybe saving a few people. Hey, man. Their lives are on the line every mission they go on. This this did not bother <laughs> me whatsoever.
0: It felt... From what they usually do, Like I don't mind... Like a, a like a point here and there where it's like he depends on him to a point where it's like okay put your life on the line, but to a rational person this is a suicide
1: mission. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get it. And I, but, I, but everyone, it's a it's a feels m- like this is weird. Are we actually doing this? Like they say that in the movie. Yeah, but they don't <laughs> treat it like it's a fucking
0: it's space it's fucking space they've never been to space before
1: i get it i get it it just didn't bother me at all
0: but to me it just felt like such a cartoony leap from where we've been before Mm. granted we are coming off of apocalypse which is kind of cartoony in and of itself yeah but to do this leap where it's like we're taking this jet that's never been tested for space to go into space and then oh by the way Kurt needs to go out into space. So let's duct tape a helmet to his head.
1: Cause that's how that shit works. <laughs> yeah. So I, I did have an issue with that. So they <laughs> duct tape a, uh, a astronaut's helmet to Nightcrawler to bamf into the space shuttle that they're saving. Yeah. To transport all of the, the astronauts into their ship. Yeah. But then Gene gray goes with them and doesn't wear a helmet. <laughs> Like she goes out into open space, no helmet. Yeah, and I'm like, well, then why did Nightcrawler need a helmet? (laughs) You drew attention to it, and now I'm like, well, why doesn't he? And then Quicksilver doesn't need one either, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're holding the atmosphere. I can't remember (laughs) anyway. I'm just like whatever. It for being like
0: the first scene of this movie, it felt like just uh, this huge. It's already asking you to take this giant leap in logic where you're like, all right. Like, if if it's a cartoon, like, if it was, like, the X-Men cartoon, I probably wouldn't have really, like, batted an eye at it. But, it, like, the fact that it's like, yeah, this is your first time in space. You're a bunch of kids. You've never even had any proper space training. And you're taking this jet that's never been tested for space to save these astronauts. In space. In
1: space. Yeah. Eh, again, it didn't bother me. <laughs> What I, I what I found more ridiculous actually, is that the president has a phone with an X on it, and he gets direct calls from Professor Xavier on that X phone. It's but like a fucking bat phone to the fucking mayor of Gotham City. It
0: is weird, but I don't know. Part of me kind of like that. <laughs>
1: So I guess it's just different strokes. Yeah. You can have your like, phone, and I can have the space. But,
0: like, the way they, like, we'll get more into that in spoilers or whatever, I guess. But but it's like, I, I like how they portray Professor X in this, where it's like, he's he's almost kind of, uh, he went into it with the intention of, we're, perf- we're performing all this goodwill to get on the humans right on the good side. And now he's gone past the point of that to where it's like, it feels kind of good to be called a hero every once in a while. Yeah. And, like, he's kind of getting wrapped up in all of this fame that he's getting just by pretty much whoring out the X-Men to people. A bit.
1: Yeah, and that's a point. Yeah. Um, it, it kind of all happens right at the beginning, so I don't mind, like, kind of telling that Yeah, how it is right now. But I actually liked that little twist on Professor, uh, Professor Xavier. Yeah. That he wasn't such just, like, a spotless dude. Yeah. And I think McAvoy, actually, once he took over as Professor Xavier, showed a a little bit more of that, where uh, Patrick Stewart's was more, like, stoic and true, and, like, my ideals are the right ones.
0: Like, when he first starts out, like, in first class, like, Professor X is kind of a hippie.
1: Yeah. Like, a drunk and a hippie and, like, a a bit of a womanizer. Yeah. I'm like, okay. It kind of took me back when I I first saw it, but I'm like, okay, I kind of like that he has to grow and mature and become, like, this role model for a bunch of people like him.
0: Like, you think back to what he kind of was in the beginning where he kind of really liked that attention. And now, like, he got to a point where he felt like he had this duty to try and mend this relationship between humans and mutants. And now that it has, now he's kind of falling back into his old ways where now he's, like, kind of falling back into that Playboy-esque type. Professor X.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily Playboy, but he's not definitely Playboy. having more like a uh, a uh,
0: Like if he had the chance to throw lavish parties and be like, hey, check it out
1: Yeah, like he's definitely has a more of a public persona now. Yeah, and he's like out there doing press junkets or whatever, but I did like that conversation he had with uh, Jennifer Lawrence, because I'm just gonna call her Jennifer Lawrence in this, because she's not Mystique. No. <laughs> But the the one thing, the one conversation I did like with her in it was the one that she had with Professor Xavier and this, yeah. like, calling him out on, like, yeah. like, you never risk your life. You just yeah. send all of us out and put, yeah. when's the last time you did that for, you know, for us? Yeah. And it's like, oh, shit, throwing a little shade at him. And then he's, like, <sighs> comes back and says, like... I'm sorry that we're not hated anymore, and just have to risk our lives every day just to walk outside. Yeah, I'm, if you have to just wear a uniform and smile to a camera, isn't that just a just a little trade off to get kind of peace going on here? Yeah, Where I'm like, that's a pretty decent argument. Yeah, like they do,
0: they go, they do go back and forth with like some really cool points where it's like we're maintaining the status quo. The only way to do that is to make us. Seem like
1: we're worth keeping around. Yeah. And but I guess after the... They never really, I guess, really say it. And if they do, I missed it. But after the apocalypse event in the 80s, a little, like, good graces came the X-Men's way for, like, getting rid of that situation. Yeah. And now they're in, like, the good public eye. Yeah. Now ten years later, in the 90s, they're, like, superheroes. Like, everyone loves them. Yep. And that's I kind of like that, even though it's not... Complete. I don't think it's said. It's kind of just, like, taken... Well, it's definitely insinuated. Yeah. Like, like they,
0: there's no, like... There's no talk of, like, putting people in camps or anything anymore. Like, it's... Yeah. It's now to a point where it's like, yes, the X-Men are, like, the superheroes
1: of this world now. Right. So, that's all kind of, like, the very beginning of this and how they, they set up the movie. Yeah. So, before we get into spoilers, what, what did you think of other characters in this? Uh, like... I'll freshen you up while you're talking. Ah, <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, I like I don't hate like a lot of people's
0: portrayals in this. Like I this movie does feel like a lot of people are just waiting for it to be over though. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. I just got that feeling from a lot of like what goes on. It's just like, okay, the this this
1: has gotta be the last one. I, I got that this. feeling the most from Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. And like <laughs> when she was in this like one and a half scene is actually mystique yeah. and the rest. She's just herself in yeah. a jacket.
0: There's even like a point when someone looks at a picture of her and even her face in that picture is just take the fucking picture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where it's like, and it's supposed to be like this, like <laughs> like this, like sentimental scene. And it's just like the, like the face she's making it is just like, Hmm, <laughs> I can't wait. There's this fucking thing to be done.
1: Yeah. Uh, but I think uh as other characters go, McAvoy, um Magneto. Why am I blanking on his name? Help me out here. Oh god damn it. Um uh, Fastbender, Michael Fastbender. Thank you. Uh Gene Gray, and I would even say Beast. Yeah. I think they're all doing a fairly yeah good job I'm like they're, they're actors they're professionals yeah so they came to like to be yeah good in the movie i still hate the whole fucking thing where beast can change back into
0: human oh, yeah form. i hate that too a totally like the whole thing about beast is that like you, he's you tragic yeah you don't judge a book by its cover because he's supposed to be like this super smart dude yeah but he looks
1: like a fucking monster right i i they totally missed the mark on that
0: yeah <laughs> Whereas like it just felt like, well, we can't afford to make him up all the fucking time. So,
1: but he's beast a good chunk of the time in this. I like know they, all...
0: yeah, they make him beast for quite a while.
1: So I don't know. And there's the times where he's beast where it's like, why
0: are you beast here? <laughs> like he's like he's beast at someone's funeral at one point where you're like, why are you beast now? And it's raining so he's retaining all this water in his fur. <laughs> I know. So then it's like, just go
1: turn back into a person, please, God. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Jennifer Lawrence is, is bad. I I even think the guy who plays Quicksilver seemed to be a little bit out of it, too. Yeah, because he, I don't think he sticks around too long, either. Well, they kind of, like, write him out of the movie a bit. Yeah. Like, he... They do, they kind of do the Justice League thing in this. You know, where, like... Oh, yeah. The Flash is, like, trying to fight Superman. Yep. Though he's trying to run up on him, and then Superman yeah. watch, looks at Only, him. Only,
0: like, he actually receives the after-effects of what would happen if you really did crash and burn up that fast.
1: Yeah. Of speed. So that's kind of cool. Like once Jean Gray gets uh that all phoenixed up a bit, they all try to like pounce on her. Yeah. Uh or fairly or that's like the end of the first act, kind of. Yeah. Uh and then yeah, Quicksilver goes to run at her and it's like he's running up the wood or whatever. Yeah. And then she, like, looks down at him. She, like, just
0: moves, like, one piece of wood and then he just, like, crashes and burns.
1: Yeah, and so he, like, road rashes himself and just, like, tumbles into, like, a fucking house or whatever. Yeah. And then he's, like, taken out of the whole movie. Yeah. But, like, even then, like, before that, where they have, like, that space adventure, just as, like... I know he's supposed to be kind of blah on this because, like, Quicksilver's, like, kind of bored that the whole world moves so slowly around him. Yeah. But even... In other movies, he just seemed to be a little more full of life, I guess. Yeah. He just seemed like just droll. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. I so, don't know. yeah. If you're looking for a Quicksilver moment in this, there's not one here. No. <laughs> there's a Quicksilver millisecond. Uh. Duh, 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 duh. So, what'd you think of Magneto in this? I. I... I
0: don't know. I'm always a fan of Michael Fassbender. I thought he was okay in this. Yeah, I like the whole uh, reconstruction of like what the Brotherhood means, where they just they go from being like these human-hating mutants to being like, oh, they gave us an island, so now we're like vegans.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be hippies <laughs> over here, out of the way. Yeah, I I I did like that quite a bit. I just find it weird that like if you're going from apocalypse to this where it's like Magneto kills probably millions of people. Yeah. And then he just goes, they're like, you can just live on this island yeah no, look, no just, just don't asked. do it
0: again and we'll give you a, we'll give you an island
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah okay well he's only just Fair done enough. like probably mass genocide but yeah. who knows how many mutants are gonna look at that and be like I want that deal <laughs> yeah no shit I'm gonna
0: start apocalyptic I'm gonna start some apocalyptic events and then try and get my own <laughs> island
1: there's probably lesser mutants that all that happened is like they are they look different yeah like they got veiny skin or whatever and they just get beaten to death <laughs> by a brick
0: yeah <laughs> some dude that goes into a subway well, like just looks weird and just like stabs a few people like oh shit here's an island
1: (laughs) uh (laughs) what else what else anything else before we get into
0: spoilery stuff like i don't know a lot of my major complaints aren't until like halfway through the movie yeah but i'll give it to you that it is interesting when she first becomes the phoenix and kind of seeing how like that status quo starts to crumble away where it's like In the beginning, it feels like something they worked really hard to accomplish, and then it all comes crumbling down with one incident. Yeah. Like, I like the whole idea of that, where it's like, well, then, is this even worth maintaining if one little thing is just going to make it completely evaporate? Mm -hmm. So I like the whole idea of that, and then after that, it just feels like they throw in MacGuffins for them to fight, and that just becomes the movie from then on in.
1: Yeah. Oh, I actually forgot that... In the very beginning, there's, like, a flashback where Jean Grey's a, a kid. Yeah. Um, And then they're, it's, like, driving in a car or whatever, and her, like, mutant powers kind of emerge, and she's, like, changed on the radio station. Yeah. Gets pissed off and says, like, be quiet, and, like, puts the mom to sleep while doing that while she's driving. And mm-hmm. then it gets into, like, a pretty bitchin' car wreck. Oh, like, yeah. I thought it looked really good. Yeah. how the dad survived that? <laughs> I have no idea, but I was like, oh, damn, that's, like it was a pretty impressive opening scene yeah uh, anyway i just want to touch on that before i forgot gotcha um other than that before we get to spoilers i just want to put out like the cgi in this is kind of bad i guess <laughs> like some of the transformation scenes i i guess like when he turns into beast it's not bad yeah. I guess when Mystique Transforms it doesn't look any worse than it did in other other movies. Yeah. But it seems like there's like a lot of the same kind of effect on everything in this. So you know in like Apocalypse where apocalypse just like turn things to sand or whatever? Yeah. They use that effect in this a lot. Do they? Just if I the only reason I noticed is because so in like the when they're in space right at the beginning, they have that big cloudy thing and just looks like the, the same kind of oh, yeah. weird, kind of particle okay, effect. Can, yeah, that would be like the same Sam stuff, and that carries on when like Jean Grey is the phoenix and things are just kind of disintegrating around her. Yeah, it's got the same kind of like weird, sandy particle effect, and even like transfers to like the BAM thing from Nightcrawler, has this that looks kind of all the oh, same. Yeah. It's like everything just kind of looked the same and I'm like I this kind of sucks I, yeah. it's not inventive it just no it was kind of boring yeah what'd you think <laughs> What do you think about the blackbird that just got its own chamber for Cyclops to shoot guns like his I-beams out of? His I-beam turret? (laughs) Yeah. I I felt like at that point they were just making
0: up things where it's like, well, they can't leave the ship (laughs) because they're in space. Everyone needs something to do. Because everyone knows they're pumping oxygen into the hull of this ship that's not made
1: for space. (laughs) That you know about. uh but uh okay let's do why, why don't we get into spoilers from here on out okay so would you recommend checking this out at the theater at any any for anything
0: no Okay. <laughs> I would not watch it I wouldn't waste money on this i i, I would i would be very i i would be hard pressed to even rent this
1: because I did not have fun watching this at all i i would say Rent it. If you want to see them go out on the big screen and it's your prerogative to do so, matinee it. Don't pay full price if you don't have to. But I do think that it's one you could probably watch at home if you were curious at all about the movie. So yeah, there you go. Spoilers, JT. Alright, let's get into it. Why Why don't we talk about some alien stuff? Uh, and I'll let you just mother for as long fuckers. as you want. All right.
0: So usually I've gotten to the point now, especially with like a movie that's like trying to catch up with like Marvel and stuff. They'll do like a thing where when they're trying to tell a story, they still throw in things here and there where it's like, well, we need him to fight something. Yeah. So like I'm used to them to like movies like this doing shit like that. And I saw that coming with this where, for no reason at all, they just introduce these weird dog shit aliens (laughs) that just come out of nowhere. Like, they pretty much possess every power imaginable. They don't explain a fucking thing about them except for the fact that their planet's destroyed. And they're boring as fuck to watch. They're just these monotone douchebags that walk around and just stare at shit. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so they're they're just going to be like a thing that shows up at the end to fight them at the end. No, like about halfway through the movie, Mm -hmm. they turn into like the plot of the movie. Yeah. Which makes me feel like this is next to Wolverine Origins, the worst X-Men movie made (laughs) because it legit like totally takes away the idea of this being a Dark Phoenix movie, like at least with apocalypse i'm getting what i paid for like this is a sh- movie about apocalypse <laughs> I, I, it's not a good movie about apocalypse but it's about apocalypse this was like halfway through they were just like i'm kind to bored with this dark phoenix shit let's just have them fight a bunch of dipshit aliens that no one fucking cares about yeah yeah like it totally takes away these aliens have nothing to do with the whole movie up to this point and then no. they become the movie once they're introduced,
1: where it was like, then why did not even fucking watch the first hour of this? And they, d- I don't even, I don't even think, like, they become, like, the hugest part of the movie, because, like, a, they're introduced, and then for a while they just don't mean anything, and then all of a sudden at the end they're, like, the big threat. Yeah, they're, they're the threat.
0: Like, even, yeah. like, the Phoenix is even, like, a big threat anymore. Like, they just do, like, a thing where she's just like, yeah, I don't feel like killing any more people, and they capture her.
1: Yeah. And where it's like you know what the weird thing about that is too. So Jessica Chastain is like the I guess main alien in this. Yeah. So is she the only one with like special powers? Because nobody else can j- just absorb the Phoenix force. Yeah.
0: Like I don't she's know. the
1: only one who does anything. Why couldn't it be Troy, like the other
0: dude? Your best guess is as good as mine because you know what they <laughs> know what they do. To explain about these aliens throughout this whole movie.
1: Jack fucking shit. Oh, yeah, I know. Like, I actually (laughs) thought about this, like, for the last couple days. And I really think that you could have taken the aliens out of this movie and it wouldn't have changed it at all. Yeah. In fact, I think it would have been better if they weren't in it. No, but that's the thing. Like, yeah, you could take them out of this
0: and it wouldn't have changed it. But the thing is, it does because they're the entire last 30 minutes of
1: this movie. But, like, so... Let me just spitball this for you, because this is what I was thinking. So, they kind of shoehorn the aliens in in the second act. Yeah. Where they're like, oh, we, we're watching you save that space shuttle or whatever. And yeah. They, it's like, oh, okay, whatever. But, like, so, mutant relations with uh, human beings is now good. Yeah. Let's just say Jean Grey gets her powers. She goes a l- little bit off the cannon, like goes yeah. l- like a wild card. Yeah. Has that showdown in the suburbs. Yeah. Where like maybe some people die. Yeah. That turns the humans now against mutants again. Yeah. And then the whole end is like the uh, like the human race versus mutants again. Yeah. Like, it's not like inventive or anything like that. Yeah. But like they can still end on that train because they're in collars and everything they, they need to break loose and magneto or whatever. Yeah. goes rogue against all these fucking asshole people. Yeah. But like no aliens whatsoever. The the movie doesn't even change. No, I'm But I'm I'm for you <laughs> with that. Like I I agree with that.
0: Like we could do that. I was thinking they could do like a cool like weird civil war thing where like they even get to a point where even factions of mutants are kind of branching off where there's one that says we need to kill her to maintain the status quo, and there's other ones that say, Okay, well, if we kill her, where does it stop? Like when when do we get to a point where who, who how who are we to decide what mutant lives or dies? Where it's like if we're if we're acting off of fear that this mutant's too powerful, then what constitutes too powerful of a mutant to live? Yeah. Like do that thing where it's kind of a civil war. Like, especially with Magneto being like the one in the forefront of killing her, where it's like his big thing for the longest time was that, fuck these humans because they fear us. Like we're we're the we're the more superior race. Mm-hmm. We should we should be in the forefront and we should just kill the humans. Where like now he's almost being a hypocrite. Where like there's now a more powerful mutant, and he's saying we should kill her. Yeah. Like do like a cool scene where like. Like, fucking Xavier, like, makes him realize, like... You do realize you're being a fucking hypocrite right now, right? <laughs> yeah. And, like, have it all come to fruition where it's like, well, shit. Like, st- like, that would be cool. That'd be cool storytelling. But, Troy, did they do any of that in this? Uh, Joel, they do not. That's why this movie fucking sucks.
2: <laughs> they don't
0: do a fucking thing to even... They Maybe they might insinuate on it just a tad bit in the beginning. But this movie says... Who gives a shit? And they just fucking spray red hot alien diarrhea all over the last half of this
1: movie. And it's fucking horrible. Uh, Even though the alien stuff, I feel, could be cut completely, what they did do while boring, uh, I don't think it ruins the movie. I still think there's worse entries in the X-Men franchise than this. It's just, to me, it never came off as offensively bad ever. It just hit the point of, like, mediocrity where it's just like, eh, okay, that's what you're going to do.
0: But to me, it was, it became offensive when they just stopped giving a shit about the story in general. Like, this movie legit turns into, fuck it, like, at the <laughs> in the last half of it. Because they're just, they spent so long building this whole idea of, oh my god, what do we do about Jean Grey? Like, she's gone out of control, like... We understand that she's one of us, but what do we do to try and stop her? Do we try to stop her? Should we just kill her? This whole debate ends just by introducing dumb fuck aliens I could give a fuck about. (laughs) Like, does that... I get it. it. None of the first half of this movie is a factor in the last half. And that constitutes a shitty fucking movie to me. Well... If you're wasting my time with the first hour, then why should I care about the second hour? And then if I shouldn't care about the first hour or second hour, why the fuck
1: should I care about the movie in general? I get it, man. <laughs> I get it. Uh, at the end, Charles Xavier is there. <gasps> like, he is putting his life out on the line to help the cause, even though he's kind of forced into that situation. It wasn't his own volition, but yeah. he did it. So, so there's an arc, I guess. <laughs> I'm just, I, you're telling me that you had like a huge issue with this, but I never got to the point where I was like, there's nothing offensive in this. It's just, just so ho-hum that I was like, eh, okay, just let me show, like, just show me what you got. So
0: you said that Apocalypse is
1: worse than this. What was offensive about Apocalypse? That it was so boring (laughs) that, and they just... I, I found that to be just a dumb spectacle with nothing. It was no substance whatsoever. Whereas this, they at least tried to do something different.
0: But my thing is, I think it's more offensive when you try and spark a tad bit of substance and then you pretty much throw it in the garbage and
1: say, what you cared about in this movie doesn't matter. I don't think apocalypse is good at all and you'll never change my mind about it. I don't that. I'm not going to I'm not
0: going to argue that. Like you, we all have our own opinions, but I think it's way more offensive when you tease the idea that you're going to tell a good story and then halfway through you're like you're a fucking idiot. Why should I even care if I tell you a story? And then you just throw in a bunch of fucking things that you can fight at the very end. Like Cannon I, fodder. I literally could give less of a fuck about the ending of this movie. Sure, yeah, okay, you killed some things that were in a cool way, but I meant they meant nothing to me. They were boring as fuck every time they were on the fucking screen. Mm-hmm. And then when it was all said and done, nothing really happened where I was like, holy shit, it was so fucking stupid.
1: <laughs> okay, I get it. I think Apocalypse is worse, but. It's it's a, apples and oranges, man. It's not even apples and oranges, just apples and slightly worse apples. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, alongside Magneto and his band of brothers, uh, they had the chance as they were going out in their last hurrah on this to have. Any mutant they want in this. Yeah. And instead they have... Dreadlock's guy. The dreadlock... <laughs> not alien. The dreadlock mutant guy. And the one that maybe has mental powers. That has a knife once. Yeah. That I'm just
0: like, makes people be like, oh,
1: what am I doing? Yeah. It's like, you had the choice of anybody. <laughs> Literally anyone in this. Yeah. And you chose them? You chose to make up some. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, there are thousands of mutants. And these are the ones you... These are Magneto's right-hand men?
0: Get out of here. Well, he's a fucking farmer now. He doesn't need, like, big fucking fighters at his
1: side. I guess he's a hippie now, so you guess the guy with the dreadlocks come yep. with him. <laughs> yeah. He can pull some mean turnips without dreadlocks. I was just like, what are you doing? Nothing. Anyway, yeah. just stupid. Um... So, yeah, the whole middle of this is kind of, like, going in and out with, like, the alien stuff and, like, trying to see what their master plan was. And it's just to get the Phoenix. It's to get... That's what their plan is. Yeah. Um, But then it... So it jumps from there to approaching the third act where uh, Jessica Chastain has attempted to get part of the Phoenix Force out of Jean Grey already. And then the X-Men try to save her at this, like... I don't know, this brownstone house. <laughs> and they get into a little fight there where it ends up being captured by the authorities and they they get shipped out on this yeah. train. yeah. And then this is where the ending of the movie came. Yeah. Where they're captured, they're collared, so they have no mutant powers. Yeah. And then the aliens are encroaching on them to... I don't know. I don't know. Is Jean Grey in this? Where, where is she? Is yeah, she she's incapac- in the train. Oh, she's knocked out. So they're trying oh, yeah. to get her in the front of the train or whatever, and all, and they have to fight him. Yeah. So it was a fun action scene, but it seems like it, the I want to argue that everybody in this was like out of character. Granted, they were trying to like self-defend themselves. Yeah. And so they went all out, but they like Nightcrawler, becomes, like, a full-on murderous monster in this. Yeah. Like, at the drop of a hat. Yeah. And for some reason, like, they send Beast after them, because, like, he's the best one off the bat. I'm like, yeah. Beast? <laughs> he gets to get so close to them to claw and scratch them. Yeah. Like, wh- can't Professor X shut... Uh, like, I thought about this. Like, he can just shut down everybody's brain, but he can't read the aliens' minds. So he's kind of incapacitated or whatever. But I did like some of the action scenes in this where, um, especially Magneto stuff where he has all of them captured on a train and he just squishes the train car and squashes him and throws it off the tracks. Yeah. And the point where Jessica Chastain's coming and like, he's just like, give me all the guns and just magnetizes all the guns to shoot at her. Yeah. I was like, that's kind of cool. I'm like, what? He could have squished the train on her too, but he yeah. didn't.
0: <laughs> and you didn't need you didn't need a bunch of faceless fucking aliens to do shit like that. Yeah, like that's the whole thing. It just felt like the end of this was literally just a, a shrug of the shoulders. Like, yeah, well, people want to watch mutants fight shit, so we'll just make a bunch of shit to fight them. <laughs> like, none, nothing about that train sequence was involved in the story at all. Uh,
1: uh, Well, I mean, it's to get the rest of the Phoenix Force. Like, it's the loosest thing you have. Were were
0: any of those aliens a factor at all in the whole rest of this movie, besides Jessica Chastain, who shows up at the end? No.
1: Yeah. I mean, mean, that's the the point I even made at the beginning of this. Does anyone even else matter? They
0: literally just show up just to get their ass fucking killed. Yeah. I, I get that.
1: Like, but that would be with any other bad guy in this. It's just like faceless SWAT people or whoever. It'd be the same shit. Yeah, but these are like invented.
0: Invented in the middle of this movie that had nothing to do with the story whatsoever. I get it. You hate the aliens. It fucking hate I hate them Christ. so much. They <laughs> I all get they, it. like I will take a plot point if you're like, okay, we want them for this thing and then we're done. But they literally take the entire fucking story and And manipulate it just to fit these fucking aliens in. It's stupid
1: as fuck. (laughs) It's so fucking stupid. It kills the whole entire movie. It doesn't kill the whole movie. It does. You are overreacting. It doesn't kill the movie. It just is a thing they didn't need to have in there at all. But I don't think it kills the movie at all. Oh, all right, fine. Apples and worse apples. Okay. (laughs) So, anyway, the X-Men win. At the end, I don't remember sure. how Jessica Jastain wins. Probably, oh, because they do. Yeah,
0: they do the thing where like she like flies into space, then she then like Jean Grey flies into space and explodes, holding her, and then they are like, the oh no, the thing where Jean's he's like dead. you want power,
1: have all the power type of thing. Yeah,
0: got it. They're like oh, Jean Grey exploded; she's probably dead. But then no, oh, no, then they yeah, see she, a Phoenix
1: flying, flying to the sky, yeah, Big
0: Bird. Also, at the end, they insinuate like they do like a whole thing where like Professor X and Magneto. <laughs> insinuate that
1: they've been playing chess a lot did they ever play chess in this series yeah well not these two but um uh patrick stewart and no yeah i know they did yeah but up to this point like i've never
0: seen james mcavoy and michael fassbender play chess but then they get together on that on like there where it's like remember when we did this all the time old friend where i was like
1: you've never did done they do this. It in first class
0: I don't know. I don't think so. I haven't so. seen that in a while. I don't while. remember that. I
1: want to say they maybe do it once. I'll just put that out there. They did it once.
0: Yeah, but who knows? They do this like it's, Oh, remember this? Yeah. Like, what, once in
1: the 60s? <laughs> hey, remember this when it happens in the future? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I <laughs> I, I don't know. And then they, it's kind of like the same ending to, like, The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Or, like, Professor Xavier is freaking Alfred, and then Magneto is Batman, they show up to have yep. a very specific cocktail <laughs> together.
0: Just imagine just looking in the sky and smiling, and then there's, like, the <laughs> phoenix flying
1: through. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, uh, a little a f- devil. Fun little thing in this was, uh, Dazzler was in the movie. Who's Look, that? The one in the- when they're having the woods party, and it's the one singing with the lights. Oh. She's, I mean, she was uh, hinted at in the last movie, in like a deleted scene or something like that. She had like, they went to like a record store and they held up a record and it's got Dazzler on it or whatever. Oh. She's a mutant that can turn sound into light. Oh, gotcha. So she can do, and she's a disco singer. I just
0: thought she can auto-tune herself.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, you gotta grow with the times. You could do disco (laughs) in the 80s and I don't know why she didn't go grunge in the 90s, but you know, that's to each his own. I was just trying to keep it alive. <laughs> That's right. But, uh, I, uh, and then if you think about it too hard, like these people have been around since the sixties and Magneto's a Holocaust Dude. survivor and he still looks like he's 38. They could have at least like grayed his hair, like a
0: little bit. Yeah. motherfucker's supposed to be in his mid sixties. Yeah. And they're great like, his temples
1: or anything. Yeah. But yeah, I, I knew that going in, but still you think about it too hard. It's like, yeah, hey, you just can't. It felt like a lot of,
0: the aspects of this movie just felt like they just didn't give a fuck anymore.
1: Yeah, but even like in the last movie in the '80s, so like these kids, quote kids, even though they are were in their 20s. Yeah, like we're pro. They're supposed to be maybe high school. I'll just say most of them probably 17. Mm-hmm. So this is 10 years later. They're 27. Mm-hmm. Probably their real ages. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i don't i don't know it's just like one of those things you think too hard yeah. and then like what timeline is real and yep. all this kind of stuff at the end of the time at, at the end of the day yeah this movie did not offend me mystique died we didn't even oh say that. yeah jennifer lawrence died yeah, she died
0: <laughs> we almost i think we even said that that was gonna happen when we saw the trailer yeah Or was like yeah she's gonna die <laughs>
1: When it happened, I'm like, way to go. You found your way out.
0: Yeah. They were like, we swear this is the last one. Jennifer was like, nope. I got to make sure I'm out of this. (laughs) I need a goddamn guarantee.
1: Give me a fucking impaling. Fucking kill me (laughs) within the first half hour. Make sure you throw a line in there that I can't transform around this. I'm dead for sure. Sorry, beast. Make sure you just film my body being burned or something.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Show me rotting away so that there's no chance I could ever come back God. to this
1: shithole. It's like... I, I feel bad, I guess, that she was put onto these movies and had a multi-picture contract like right as she was getting huge. Yeah. And then she got huge and was like, now I don't want to do these anymore. Like, it's yeah. too bad because if. They kind of suck, and you're in some of them. You're like, i to yeah. keep doing these. So I get it. But, like, it's still it's your job. Like, I don't want to go to my job every day, but i still make it, like, a decent day. Yeah. So, I don't know. Grow up. <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't know. You're making yeah, a fucking million dollars for this movie. True. But if you're... Shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: if That's what idea... offends me the most. If your whole
0: idea is that, like, you're getting into... If you're getting into something being like, well, it's going to take me at least another five or ten years before I start getting big. And then it's like, well, you're big right now. And it's like, well, fuck. I got a bunch of momentum I got to ride to get into this. Like, not a lot of people get, like, momentum in terms of, like, acting does not stick around all the time. So when it's like, you got to cancel all these projects because you're waiting for the next fucking X-Men movie...
1: I can see how, frust- how that can be frustrating. Oh, boohoo! I'm so sorry about your fucking multi-million dollars you made. Shut the fuck up. That's the most offensive thing in this movie to me. <laughs> you can have your aliens. I can have the fucking crybaby millionaires. <laughs> fucking stupid asshole bitch. <laughs> anyway, I like Jennifer Lawrence other than this. Jesus Christ. <laughs> sorry. I just fucking can't stand Boohoo! I made a million dollars. <laughs> I'm fucking super popular character that shouldn't even be a good guy in this but somehow me being Jennifer Lawrence made this character so popular that now I'm a good guy for some reason? Shut up. You stupid idiot. Anyway, I like Jennifer Lawrence otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) think Moyer gripes is just how the fucking movie's made. (laughs) Well, sometimes it is. (laughs) Um, So you agree this movie fucking sucks? Good. No, I agree Jennifer Lawrence sucks. (laughs) And Crybabies suck. Crybaby Jennifer Lawrence double sucks. I'll take your million dollars. I'll take your paycheck from this. Help me pay off my fucking student loans I still have that I probably don't, that you don't have. You dummy. God damn it. <laughs> uh, <anyway>. So bitter. <laughs> I just turned on a dime. Bitter I'm sorry. fuck over here. I'm sorry about this. Do uh, so, you got anything else to say about this? I guess. Like no, The faster I
0: forget about this fucking thing, the better. <laughs>
1: I hated this it, so It kind of just, it, it's going to come and go and everyone's going to forget that yeah. this actually happened. Like, it's, yeah. to me, it was just so mediocre. It was too bad it's the last one. When it started out with, like, a pretty interesting premise that none of the movies started out with. Yeah. Like, I I
0: like First Class a lot and I like uh, Days of Future Past a lot. Yeah. And then after that, it's just...
1: Yeah. So, um, what uh, uh, what would you grade uh, this? And then we'll go into a bit of a retrospective God real quick. God damn
0: it. I don't know. Like, uh, like I I agree that uh, I thought it was a little interesting in the beginning, but it, I don't know. I think it almost offends me more that they made it a li- just interesting enough to where when they just shit on it and say, fuck it, it's about aliens now. Like, it made me even more mad, so I'm probably gonna give this an F. Okay. I fucking hated this
1: movie so much. <laughs> I, um, I thought it started with an interesting premise. Um, I, while I don't think it's as good as, like, X-Men 3, who did a very similar thing, who, like, Simon Kinberg actually, like, wrote that movie too, <laughs> so he loves doing the fucking Phoenix shit, but... I didn't think it was offensive. It was just blah. So I think I'm going to give it, like, a C. Just, like, a middle-of-the-road, non-offensive. Yeah, you know what? C-minus. I'll give it a C-minus. What do I got to do to get you down to a D, Troy? Come on. He can't. What can I do to put you in a D tonight? The more you argue about aliens, the higher my grade's going to be. Uh, so, and it, just stop fine. now, and this is the lowest I'm going to go. Fair enough. Uh, so, <laughs> this started... Uh, roughly 20 years ago in the year 2000. Uh, I would in say 2000. 19 years. The year 2000! <laughs> uh, so, what, uh, what are some high points of the X-Men franchise? Like, I don't know. I, I still really like X2. Yeah. I, I want to go back and revisit that sometime. I, I watched it not that long ago and I still think it's super strong. Yeah. Like, they do things better... In that, then obviously they do an X-Men Wolverine Origins or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and they try to do the same shit. Um, I, I would say... I would give X-Men 1 props. Even though yeah. I don't think it lives up to everything else that came after it. But it's still spearheaded, like, this whole thing. But
0: to introduce, like, what a comic book movie could do, I think they're the ones that really forefronted... I think... I don't think the MCU would be what it is if X-Men
1: wasn't what it was when it first started. Right. And then it got even better with X-Men 2. Yeah. X-Men 3, I I don't hate it as much as like everyone kicks on it.
0: Like, no. I don't
1: think, like, especially after later movies came out and I think were worse. Yeah. I'm like, X-Men 3 is, it's not great, but it's yeah. not horrible. Because the next entry is the worst one. X-Men Origins.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll agree. That's the worst. That's, that's probably the worst comic book movie ever made to me.
1: <laughs> I've seen Electra. And I think it's just okay, as... Okay, no, I haven't seen Electra. I think Elektra had did some interesting things in it. Yeah. And I, I might say that Wolverine Origins is worse. <laughs> Yeah, well, we did Origins for the
0: show, and I remember I was seething the whole time, because it was just, it felt like just, re- just these, this packaged horse shit, where it's yeah. just, let's pack as many mutants as we can into it. Yeah, For a movie called Wolverine, he's barely even,
1: like, spotlighted in this whole thing. He stinks. Uh, and that was followed by a sequel, The Wolverine, which I actually like. Mm-hmm. And then capped off by Logan, which was amazing. Oh, goddamn. Fantastic. Yeah. Logan might be the best one. Yeah, I'll say that. Um, but then also there's other ones in the top tier, such as like Days of Future Past, which yep. comes out. First Class, which is I really is like also... First Class. I think yeah.
0: First Class, I don't know, sometimes it, it's back and forth between First Class and Days of Future Past and what I like... The most out of, like, this new generation that they've made. mm mm-hmm. Because I just, I just like the whole, like, uh, introduction of, like, this new Xavier and this new Magneto where it's, like, you get some cool scenes where it's, like, Xavier can walk. Yeah. Like, there's some cool scenes where it's, like, he's in- instilling his powers where he's, like, sitting in a truck with a bunch of people and then, like, convincing these soldiers that they're not even there. Yeah. And then like Magneto being like this whole like Nazi assassin where he's like oh going, oh my
1: god, Nazi hunter, Magneto yeah, going to these bars oh and my like god.
0: using like like just like fucking making a dagger float around the room and just kill a bunch of dudes. <laughs> where it's like, god damn, yeah, there's some cool shit in that first class. That scene is
1: a fucking great scene.
0: There's some cool shit in first class, and Kevin Bacon is the fucking villain.
1: <laughs> he hit Sebastian Shaw. God, um, first class is. Fu- I'm gonna I'm gonna go home and watch first class. It's great. It's a great movie. <laughs> Um, but then you have things like Apocalypse that come after it, Brian Singer back and just dumping on it. Yeah. And then you have this. There wasn't any other well, I all the Wolverine movies kind of fell in between all those, but like there you go. So like all in all, like it kind of is 50 50. Yeah. It was I would say even more a percentage of like good ones over bad ones, but the bad ones are so bad that it makes it seem like a good chunk of these are awful yeah and i don't think that's the case no
0: i think in the long run i feel like the x-men franchise
1: was a more of a positive yeah i would say i yeah. would say even like i i think juxtaposed next to like the really bad ones yeah but once you thought we're like eh, i think end up even getting a little better it's like well it could have been this yeah <laughs> we see how low they could have went and yeah. they didn't yeah but like uh yeah i would say i would say that too and actually i was talking to ghost hunter dave about the x men franchise too and we all came into agreement on that like every x men movie i would say except for apocalypse <laughs> yeah starts interesting yeah enough so like x men uh X-Men and X-Men 2, they start great. But X-Men 3 starts with that angel scene where he's starting to f- try to oh, file yeah. off his wings. Yeah, Even Wolverine Origins has that trip through time with him and Sabretooth. Oh, yeah, that's good. pretty sweet. Yeah, the whole credit scene. Um, first Class is is uh, good. Um, I think the beginning of this Dark Phoenix started fairly strong. Yeah. I think the, the first scene
0: in X-Men was with a, a young Magneto, like... Ripping oh, the open Holocaust the gate, scene. Yeah, and the, and yeah. the Holocaust.
1: Uh, so, like, all of them start pretty great. Yeah. And then they either go from there <laughs> and become great, or they take or leave it from there. They flush down a big toilet. Uh, but yeah, the, there you have it. So, uh, yeah, I would say uh, a majority of the movies are good. So go back yeah. and revisit some of them. Yeah. I think you'd be surprised. Yeah. Uh, But while you're doing that, JT, and you're going to revisit some of those, is there anything else that you were doing this last week besides watching Dark Phoenix?
0: Well, uh, Handmaid's Tale came back for its season three, Uh so me and Molly have started watching that, and uh, it's pretty interesting so far. Have have you gotten into Handmaid's Tale at all yet? I've been
1: wanting to start it. (laughs) Chelsea is pumping the brakes on it because she doesn't want to be so sad. (laughs) So I'll watch it eventually. I think... Yeah, like it's getting to a point now where it's starting to get
0: more inspiring, less depressing. Oh, that's good. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's look forward to. Great. But, uh, no, it's good. Like, there's, I feel like there's a lot of stuff going on nowadays where it's a lot of, uh, it feels like false flags in terms of female empowerment. Mm-hmm. Like, especially, there's like a line in this movie where there's a, like, Seems like the women are saving you nowadays. Maybe change the name to X Women. Yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, I think the Weekly Planet brought that up in that line. <laughs> Not that they were making shit out of it or anything, but they're like, can you imagine all the freaking assholes out there? Like, oh, fucking SJW fucking shills. Like, yeah. Whatever. I mean,
0: yeah. I, I get it, but it's like, it gets to a point where it's like, are you just. Do you really mean that, or are you just capitalizing on a fad?
1: I don't... sound like a (laughs) comics gate guy out there, JT. I'm just saying... (laughs) I'm just saying,
0: like, there's genuine ways that you can express female empowerment, and like, Handmaid's Tale, I think, is a really good way of doing it, where they show women that are in these really trying times, like, persevering and showing that, like... Like, there are ways
1: to be a strong woman, like... I think. Oh, there's... you mean when they made uh, Storm the only like black character in this? Get them ice. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> I found that like ver- I didn't put that together. <laughs> <laughs> like for whatever reason, that like came off very offensive to me, and I'm like, whoa, okay. <laughs> All right, I didn't put that together, <laughs> but <laughs> sure. Anyway, go on with what you're saying but, like, on Hammy's like, Tale. I feel like, I feel like, like making
0: it where it's like it's it's part of the story. I think is, I feel like that makes makes women feel more powerful than just coming out and like there's a way of like saying that women are powerful and then showing women being powerful. Mm-hmm. And I think showing women being powerful is the way to go in terms of capitalizing on making. On like this whole like making women powerful,
1: yeah,
0: thing going on I, now. I yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm trying to find a way to I, say. I feel it where like I'm not, you could word it better, but I know, I, get I know. It. I'm I trying it. to find a way to say it where it's like, let's throw the women a bone, huh? <laughs> no, I. <like, laughs> I think like I I like where we're going as a society, where we're showing strong female characters, but I think you can go to a point where it's like, huh? Where it's like, okay, look, like if I was on the, but the shoe was on, if the shoe was on the other foot with me, I would be like, look, stop pandering to me. I get it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's just what I think. Okay, all right,
1: great. <laughs> I'm, so yeah, I'm for great powerful heroes exactly Uh, you don't have to explain to me why you're doing it just do it and i'll Mm -hmm. just take it at face value just give me a strong exactly exactly yeah so
0: definitely check out handmaid's tale like there's especially like there's been a few scenes playing out this season where it's like yeah fuck those dudes
1: yeah sweet (laughs) i'm i'm super curious about the show yeah totally get into it i want it's i need to find a time to do it (laughs) i want to watch it so bad but i'm like I watch it with Macy. Yeah, like would she get any of this? But thought, probably don't watch. watch it with Macy. Jesus, Handmaid's Tale. I don't know. Is there bad things in it that a two year old can't see? It's like violent as fuck. I don't know. It's
0: violent. <laughs> uh there's the whole premise is about women that are pretty much sexually abused so they can get them pregnant. Well, would she pick that up? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what, Troy? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Let me know on Twitter at Chordamax. Can I watch Handmaid's Tale with a two year old in the room? <laughs> Let me know. Go for it. <laughs> Go for it. Okay. And uh, I've started watching, I'm
0: like two episodes into the. Uh, there's a mini series on Netflix called uh, When They See Us. Yeah. And it's about the, uh, the Central Park 5. Uh huh. And, man, if. You want to watch a show that'll scare you about cops? Oh, God. Watch that. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm not even a black dude. I'm just like, if a cop ever asks me questions, I'm going to be like, I'm not going to say shit until I see my lawyer. Because <laughs> they literally, like, it's... Ugh. It's terrifying.
1: Even if one comes up to you and asks if you heard a boom?
0: I will. I'm going to be like, <laughs> oh, let me get my lawyer first. And then,
1: uh,
0: <laughs> and then I'll, I'll reconvene with you at a later date. Yeah, perfect. But it is... Terrifying, like especially here. Like, they get to a point, like, and the fact that this is 1989, like, it wasn't even that long ago. Mm. And, like, we're at a point, they're at a point where there's just police being like, they take like some of the Central Park Five weren't even in Central Park when it took place. Oh boy, like, one of the guys that they kind of spotlight was a friend of one of the guys that got taken to the police station. That just went with him because he wanted to make sh- that just he just ma- wanted to make sure he had a ride home. <laughs> and then one of the guys that they tried to like put like a bunch of charges on, like they found that they couldn't do anything, so they're like, "We need one more guy," and they took him out of the lobby, and then they just fucking pretty much pushed him into like uh, confessing to a bunch of shit he didn't do. God. And he got lumped in with all these people when he was barely he wasn't even in the park.
1: Oh my god.
0: So yeah, and it's just it's fucking terrifying to see like how like the police system can could go from being like like we're here to serve and protect to I'll I got an election coming up next like next year. I gotta make sure that I have a really big arrest so that I look good. (laughs) Where where they're just like, Well, we got these kids, they were Granted, some of the kids were doing, like, some shady shit, like... But it was, like, something where they were, like, throwing rocks at kids on bikes or whatever. Mm. But then it's like, well, they were being violent, right? And here's this violent crime that happened. Let's put two and two together. And it's just... It's so fucking disheartening to see how bad the the, (sighs) the system could fall apart just for the sake of... I want to look good. Oh, boy. To my peers.
1: Yikes. I don't like that. So,
0: yeah, it's 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 good it's a good show like i'm I'm two episodes in right now, and I think i'm I'm actually halfway through the third episode where they uh they kind of go from like them being in prison to when they finally get out it, It's split up in like a really cool way. like the first episode is all about the incident and the police like pretty much holding them at bay and trying to get them to confess and everything. And the second episode is all about the trial. Mm-hmm. Now the third episode is pretty much their time in jail up to when they get out. Okay, So it's it's pretty interesting up to that point. And uh, I would definitely check it out. It's definitely an eye-opener and definitely worth watching to be like, I'm not going to trust. <laughs> if, if Please bring me in for questioning. I'm going to make sure I'm just going to fucking have a lawyer handy. Uh-huh. There's no way in fuck I'm going to talk <laughs> to them by myself. Good deal. And that's all I've been into.
1: Um, well, I jumped on the bandwagon and started watching Chernobyl on HBO. Nice. Uh, I have the last episode to go. Yeah. But, my God, is this show great, it's engrossing, Yeah. and horrible at yeah. the same time. And I think you're going to really like the last episode, because the last
0: episode goes through the ten hours before the explosion. Okay.
1: But yeah, I really, like... I cannot stop watching the show. Oh, I know. And, like, I I think the best parts in it are, like, these little setups for the, like, kind of drama moments of the show they added just to be, like, a dramatization yeah. or whatever. But it's, like, this whole town, like, watching the nuclear power plant, like, burn. And they're, yeah. like, oh, it's just a fire. And they're, like, yep. playing in the ash. Yeah, there's little kids playing in the fallout. ash. Yeah. It's like, holy shit. And then, like, uh, like the woman in it that <laughs> says that uh, she just wants to see her husband and she's told not to touch him. Yeah. And then she's in there, like, hugging him and stuff. And yep. then she's, like, pregnant, like, just absorbing all of that radiation yep. off of him. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, my God. Like, all this thing is so tragic. Yeah. And mixed with, like, real-life events and everything like yeah. that. Like, r- like real-life facts about, like, the... Severity of all this radiation, what they had yep. to do to get—it's like Jesus, like yeah, and it's like a quick, I mean, quick quote. It's five hours total, yeah. It's split it's, into yeah, five, five episodes, episodes yeah. but like to compare to everything else, it's just like a quick little thing that's like really well done, and yep, it's great.
0: Yeah, like the last episode, you're gonna fuck. That's probably my favorite episode of them all because. They go back and replay all of the events leading up to the explosion and they do the whole trial of, like, the three guys that are pinned with it. Mm -hmm. And they do, like, probably the longest segment of, like, uh, that shit after, like, true to to event stories where they, like, play out the text of, like, what happened after all of these took place. Like, Uh it's super fascinating because you find out what happened to... Like, the divers that had to, like, release that water into the tanks. Yeah. And you have, you find out what happened to, like, a lot of, like, the guys that were... Had to, like, shovel that shit off the roof.
1: Uh-huh. Like,
0: they go through everyone that's involved in the oh, show. Oh, cool.
1: Did you watch any of the stuff that's, like, stay tuned after the show to... A few of them. I did it only for one of them. And I was like, I. Eh, it's not as informative i as I thought. No. It's yeah, only it's... for, like... Three minutes yeah. or something.
0: Yeah, I think they do more about, like, the, the actor influence as opposed to, like, the events that took place in it. Yeah. But I, I heard that they they actually did a podcast where they do a show for every episode where they, like, go into greater detail about the events that took place in the episode. Okay. So, I kind of want to go back and try and find that and listen to all those.
1: I would actually like to watch, like, a documentary maybe about Chernobyl. Like, a yeah. full-on just documentary. Yeah. Because I always knew about it, but I didn't know... Like I guess the severity of the situation. Yeah, I I just knew it was like a big deal, but I didn't know yeah. like really anything. I don't I don't know anything about radiation. <laughs> like so when I heard like what it can do to a body. Yeah, when he's like <laughs> when Man, Skarsgård blood, is yeah. like, so what can radiation do to a body? And then he, the the guy's like. Well, first of all, your skin's gonna blister, and then you're gonna be covered in horrible burns, and then it looks like it's gonna clear up for a little bit. Yeah, then it's gonna come back even harder, where all your organs pretty much liquefy, your veins open up. So even if you try to put morphine in them, yeah, that was the thing that got me the most. Where it's like you you can't
0: even do anything for the pain because your all your veins are opening up. So like the minute you try and inject any kind of morphine, it's coming
1: out of your body because your veins are all gone. Yeah. So you just wither in pain until you pretty much disintegrate. Yeah. And you're just in the worst pain you could ever be in. Yeah. It's like, Oh my God.
0: Like when that one chick is interviewing that one guy and he's just this big purple blob laying in a bed and you're just like, Holy shit. <laughs> yeah.
1: Even like the, the firefighter husband, where yeah. the wife goes to see later and you can almost like see through his skin. Yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> It's <laughs> sickening. But anyway, yeah, Chernobyl, great show. Yeah, well, that's pretty much all I've been into lately. Right on. So, well, I
0: don't know. We got some some open slots coming up sometime soon, so I don't know,
1: Troy. All right, all right. We want to talk about it later. Maybe we can. Maybe we can. But maybe we could fill it with some Fast and Furious stuff. Who knows? Ooh. Who knows? Ooh. Maybe we we try and get them all out before that Hobbs and Shaw comes out. That's gonna be. It's gonna be a task. <laughs> That'll be a task. <laughs> anyway, that's just. Damn, that's just a pipe dream. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, so JT, if people want to talk about pipe dreams to you, yeah, where can they do so?
0: We can bitch about aliens together at Bucky Fervent <laughs> on Twitter. Also, Bucky Fervent on Instagram at Bucky Fervent on, on Snapchat. Troy, uh,
1: you can say movies are fine to me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. <laughs> you can split the difference between uh, both of those things at Review Review Pod on Twitter as well. All of our episodes you can find on on Facebook dot com slash review review pod all of our episodes are uploaded to podbean.com and that's review reviewreviewpod.podbean.com to be exact yeah if you don't listen uh, to us there that's a-okay because we're on a multitude yeah. of other platforms such as google play spotify stitcher and apple podcasts How professional of you. Thank you. If you listen to us there, you can rate and review us there because if you like the show, that helps other people find the show. And if you want to write in, you can do so at ReviewReviewPod at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. Let me check that Gmail really quick because I want to say somebody emailed in, but it might be a trick. Let me check. It was... Did you get your credit card renewed. It was (laughs) a trick. Remember that guy that I said... Like, sent us a song on the last episode? Sent us a song? Maybe I didn't bring it up. So, in, in our email inbox, JT, do you yeah. ever check this?
0: No. Um, I don't think I have the password for it.
1: <laughs> ah, maybe I'll withhold it from you like I do from Chelsea! Oh, look at you getting off! <laughs> so, I got one from Eric in there that I read last week. Yeah. Or the week before, I don't remember. But there's this other guy that sent us music submissions. And I'm like, thanks for the entries. What is this for? Did we ask for songs? (laughs) And then he replied saying, oh, sorry, no, I just saw your email address in something for algorithms for whatever, so I sent them to you. I'm like, okay thanks let's play the songs on on the air you want to hear the songs (laughs) i can play the songs play the songs they'll be on your theme music (laughs) you can't sue us you sent them to us that's right one of them is called uh in the shadow of the full moon now these are full (laughs) fucking blown songs
0: this english
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right all right that's in the shadow of the moon that was just a snippet of that and he also (laughs) sent one called halloween theme halloween theme and i thought it was like like a remix yeah. of... it. Well, just listen to this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sounds more like that Chris Isaac song.
1: Anyway, it continues like that this for a little bit. guy rules. Now, I listened to both of those. Wasn't into him terribly. (laughs) I don't think he listens to the show. He just likes to send us stuff through our email. All right. Well, keep sending us more stuff. We'll play all of it and make fun of it. Well, maybe we can send a challenge to our listeners because he emailed us uh, two days ago. Yeah. And it was something called, Could you help me with a song? And here we go. He sent, Hi, are you okay? I hope so. What? My name is Marston, and I live in Sao Paulo, Brazil. I write... I write a song in English, and I have doubts with the lyrics. He goes on to say, Could you please take a look at my lyrics? Here's a few lines. And it's called, One Day You Will Know by Marston Ramos. All right. All right. I'll give you the first little stanza here. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you'd be mine when I saw you at first time and at first time. Yeah. (laughs) And you are the Rose or you are the Rose without an and (laughs) of my secret words. This sound good in English. No, (laughs) this is not coming off as good as I thought. Regardless, he sent me a whole thing is like pretty much translating his like choppy English into like a great Sounding beats or whatever. Okay, I don't know if I'll respond to this. Should I? Like for whatever. So, I, he,
0: so what does he want to say in it that you're you remind me of a rose?
1: It's more or less. It's like this. I'll send it to you later and let you see it. Okay, but like he's. I love going to this diatribe with <laughs> this guy that sent us lyrics. <laughs> Just listen. Okay, just listen to me here. So, like, he sent me this whole thing. Yeah. And asking if it sounds good in English or it needs to be tweaked to, like, hit, like, a beat or, like, a certain pentameter. Okay, I don't know. I don't know shit about that. Well, I'm decent. I'm decent. What am I? Fucking Bono? (laughs) I don't think so. But I'm just saying, like, I I don't think I'd be bad at it, but I'm not an English major. I don't know any of this shit. Yeah. So, I I don't know. Maybe I'll respond to him. Maybe I won't. But anyway. Well, don't you'll probably fuck up his entire music career if you respond in the wrong way. Listeners, what should I do? Should I help him? Just yeah. tell me yes or no. Listen, Marzen could end up being the next like pit bull. You never know. And then we could be to blame. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we could be to blame. Uh
1: so that was our that was our only correspondence I think that we had that I can think of this last week. Besides Eric being mad that The Rock is now possibly in the Fast and Furious franchise. John tangents. Cena's in the... Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Rock's already in there. Right. I made a joke of The Rock versus Cena. And that's why he should look forward to because he's a wrestling fan. Yeah. And then you posted a sweet gif where The Rock was versus <laughs> Cena. That's how it works. That's how the is internet that, works, Eric. Is that God damn it. <sighs> Stop over sometime. It'll be fun. <laughs> he says he wouldn't even be on the air. He would just make us drinks. I'm like... Alright. I'll take all that. <laughs> I'm getting them on the air. Because
0: we've got more room in here now that you moved a bunch of stuff around. Oh
1: yeah, PS I rearranged this the podcasting room. Yeah. Looks nice. You like it more? I like it. It's, I like it. It's different. I think it works. We're farther away from the fridge. That was a negative. Yeah, we gotta do a little walk to get to the fridge, but
0: I mean it's fine. Okay. Well, I think I'm gonna grow to like this. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see, won't we? I like the changeup. Like it. Could... Thank you. I it every once in a while. It kind of excites. That's right.
1: Excites stimulates the the senses. Yes, that's right. Uh, So that'll be the show, JT. As we said earlier, that we have uh, for Monday, we got. Tokyo Drift! Tokyo Drift coming up for our Fast and Furious Summer. Fast and Furious Summer. You haven't seen it yet, right, Troy? I'm watching it tomorrow before we record, so it's fresh. I'm curious to see what you think of it. I'm also curious what I think of it. Curious to think. (laughs) Didn't know you kind of spoiled for me. I didn't know Dom was going to show up at the end. Shows up. Well, he's kind of like a stinger at the end. I I figured. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: So Dom's there. I'm excited. I'll look forward to it. And I... (laughs) I don't know how much research you're gonna do, but I have a I have some interesting tidbits about like Tokyo Drift where it leads in terms of continuity with the Fast and Furious franchise.
1: Ooh, okay, maybe I'll keep myself in the dark about it. Okay, just let, it's it's let pretty it wash fucking hilarious. <laughs> okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> uh, so that you can look forward to that on Monday, and then what do we got coming up? Uh, next Thursday. Well, it's been out
0: for a couple weeks, but we cover it every time a new one comes out. We're going to talk about those three episodes of the newest season of Black Mirror. I haven't
1: watched any of these yet, either. I've wanted to, but... uh... Chelsea is hot and cold with yeah. Black Mirror, so I kind of got to watch them off There's There's one episode in particular that's going to lead
0: to a really weird discussion between us. I'll give you that.
1: That's the Anthony Mackie one you said? Yeah, and okay. it's the
0: first one. Great. So okay. it's going to be a weird one. All right, all right. <laughs> Good.
1: So look forward to that Thursday, so catch up on all those Netflix goodness stuff. But uh, I guess until we get to Tokyo Drift, yeah. I have been Short of the Max Extreme. I am JD3K. And we... Or off.